Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. The South Carolina Gamecocks are weaker than a plate full of piss. The Rob and Kale Podcast. Let's go. And welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. Jam packed show for you tonight. As uh, we roll along here, uh, we're getting into the heart of the NFL season. We've also got coaches all over the place. I welcome in my buddy, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. What's up, buddy? Rob, how are you doing tonight? I'm uh, I'm having a field day, laughing at all of the game, all of the uh, all of the Dallas fans who ran their mouths about my Packers had no shot, and my Packers went out and hung almost a fifty burger on them. So. Yeah, it's yeah pretty that would that would have been a really good bet to take on the money line today. I thought about was it, it. Was no, it like three fifty five? Was it minus three fifty five or something like that? No, I mean, it was, no, it wasn't that much. It was like minus two forty, two fifty. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny though. I mean, it really was. So, and uh, you know, they they thought so much that they were going to uh, just slap Green Bay around, and Green Bay was not having any of it. So that's happening. Funny, did not happen. Did not happen at all. So, so there's that. We're not going to just talk about that this evening, though. There are other things to get into. The, uh, I mean, the coaching stuff is kind of still there. I mean, we've got recruits going all over the place. I'm about tired of. I'm tired of 18 year old kids making comments about. I went there because it's a business decision. Yeah. Just stop it. I mean, you don't even know if you're a good player yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I mean, we, we're still seeing that. And it's just, man, it's just tough. Tough when you really stop and look at some of this. Uh, Gamecock basketball got the win at Mizzou yesterday. Clemson beat up on Boston College. So there's some other things yeah. there too, Jackpot. But uh, yeah. what much would you like to get into this evening? Oh, we can get into all oh, of that. Into uh, this, uh, this coaching stuff, we got a bad echo going on. Um, the uh, coaching stuff and the ramifications of that. Uh, yeah. Jed Fish accepts the uh, head coaching job, I guess, at Washington. Yeah. Talking about some South Carolina Gamecock stuff with the, uh, with the coaching staff. What's going on there? Um, you know, speculation is... Justin Stepp is probably not going to be retained. God, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't understand why we're letting I, – I can I can see why we're pushing Justin Stepp out the door um, because the wide receiver position really hasn't developed the past um, few years like it should. And everybody, hey, y'all going to point to Xavier Leggett coming out and Josh Van came out and he did some stuff, but – be honest with you, uh, with the Spencer Rattler throwing the ball, we still didn't put up the kind of numbers we should have. Kind of missed on some recruits as well. Uh, the young man from uh, Strom Thurmond, what's his name that went to Tennessee? What's the fucker's name? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I got you. Um, what's, it, what's his fucking name? Staley. Brayley, no, Staley. Staley. Yeah. Um, Staley. You know, missed out on that one. You know, uh, you know, he wasn't able to flip that guy. I don't know. It maybe it's time. And look, people get all pissed off, but look, it, it's like yes, y'all. These assistant coaches move around a lot. I mean, there's a lot of that's a, that's always a very fluid situation in most um, in most cases. So 
I wouldn't worry that much about it. So Justin Step leaving doesn't bother you, is what you're telling me. No. Uncle Lou uh, no. told me today on his uh, live stream that uh, James Coley was absolutely horrendous. Well, he's not going to be the offensive coordinator, so. Yeah. He's, well, he's, I think he's basically there to recruit. Um, so we'll see what's going on with that. But if Justin Step leaves, that you still got you still need a tight end coach. Right. And so in my opinion, go- what what the fuck what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on with the strength and conditioning piece? Are we, is this motherfucker gonna be able to stay around another year? This is ridiculous. And you had like almost triple digit injuries last year on that team soft tissue injuries but we're gonna keep him he's gonna keep his job fuck so what what do you think of um mazio bennett the young man that uh, is coming in the wide receiver i mean there's a high upside to him and i bring him up because that's a guy that step uh was the lead recruiter on and i wonder if he's gonna be like well coach steps not there maybe i'm not gonna be there is that Something that you uh, you look at and you're like, huh, maybe? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm not I'm not throwing shade, J-Pot, Jackpot. I'm just asking because. But you I, know, mean, people, I mean, these guys, will, these guys, these guys will leave anymore because the fucking toast wasn't wasn't done enough in the damn uh, dining hall. I mean, they'll go because we didn't have Chick Fil A on fucking Wednesday. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can't hold back the, prog- the progress of the program over one recruit getting their panties in a wad because somebody that coddled them is not going to be there anymore. I mean, it's it's up to you to play the fucking game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's up to you to earn your way. He ain't going to do yeah. it for Shout you out anymore. to Jay. Chat. Appreciate Jay with a super chat. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ray is going to join the program. Let's bring Ray in. Ray, what's up? Hey, guys. Up, How y'all doing? I'm fantastic, Ray. How are you? <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, just a little insight. I think you're kind of on to to the James Coley hire at uh, South Carolina. He was at Florida State under Jimbo. Um, I can basically tell you what he is. He's a mediocre to bad coach, but he is a heck of a recruiter. And, and I don't mind telling you, he was the absolute bag man. He's the man did, that made the deals. Is he? Is he the one? Is he responsible for bringing Jameis Winston in? Because he was down there about that time. Uh no, it was the uh, it was the quarterback coach that we got from Auburn. I forget his name right now. Uh, he played quarterback at Auburn. He was uh, I can't think of his name, but he's the one responsible for bringing Jameis in. Who was that running? What was the running back y'all had on that team? What's his name? Uh, uh, we had uh, we had James Wilder, Monty Freeman. Freeman, is he yeah. responsible for bringing him in? Oh uh, yeah, he's from he's from Miami, and that's was he Coley, responsible Coley's for bringing from. in Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, absolutely. That was he was the one that he was the South Florida guy. What about Nick O'Leary? Uh, not really. O'Leary's family had ties to the university. That was like Jack Nicholas's grandson. Yes, absolutely. They he already had ties to the university. And and give Jimbo his due. He was a heck of a recruiter as well. What about um uh Christian Ponder? <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> I can't laugh. I mean he beat us in a fucking bowl game. We lost 
Ponder, Ponder's dad played for Bobby Bowden back in the day, and uh, he was already on the on the team when Jimbo became the coach in waiting. That was that was the bowl game when uh, Stephen Garcia decided to drink too many of these on Friday I night. I think so, man. Take some blue, take a bottle of blue chew. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where he got he got busted in uh, like. From what I mean, the rumor was is that he was in his uh, his hotel room in Atlanta, and there were literally hookers and blow there, and lots of it. <laughs> we're not judging, just you know. Hey, man. You get the game tomorrow, but why not go out and have hookers and blow? Why not? Hey. And in today's college football, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's hookers uh, and blow. Yeah. Well, basically, I, I, you, I you proved me that it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. At this juncture, they're all on hookers and blow. Who cares? Yeah, this exactly. I mean, it's like we we got the the little, uh, I guess, the level two violation for the uh, Marius Mims situation. Uh, the offensive lineman from Georgia, we were going to get out of the portal. I mean, it is what it is. Um, basically, uh, the offensive coordinator, Alex Atkins, he took him and his family to a meeting with a booster to discuss NIL opportunities, dropped them off and picked them up and brought them back. So I think the biggest issue was that he kind of lied about it. He didn't, he wasn't really <laughs> upfront about it. I mean, but it is what it is. At, at the end of the day, the biggest part of it is I think five scholarships over two years and a little bit of a fine. <laughs> he, I mean, he fucked I mean, he, he fucked up. I mean, and it, so, so he broke the rules on something that virtually has no rules. Guys. Absolutely. There was no rule, basically. And this happened back in, like, 2022, Jackpot. Yeah, I know. Why, why, can't, why, can't, why can't Florida State, and I'm not, I'm not asking this, I'm not putting this out there like an ass, but why can't Florida State just be like, fuck you, we're not doing it? What's I the NCAA going to do to done. But I will tell you this, and, and, I, and I think this, there's some blowback. <laughs> Uh, with us suing the ACC, um, I think I think there's a lot of blowback there. Uh, yeah, a lot but, of look, I and I, I think I mean from what I've gathered from other incidents that have happened, if I'm a fan or or whatever school that you support or whatever, when the NCAA comes knocking, I would point blank tell them, get a warrant, stop, stop, right? Because because cooperating with them gets you nothing. Right. Seriously. Oh, I agree. Don't, don't I come absolutely agree with you, man. Our, our facility is off limits to everyone. Get a warrant. Right. What can they possibly do? Right. I, I agree with you. Um, and and the Stan Wilcox that used to be the athletic director that the one that hired Willie Taggart that set our program back many years. He is uh he is one of the compliance officers for the NCAA. And he he was not happy when we let Willie Taggart go, and so that they was some blowback there. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, are you gonna keep him around? I mean, seriously, no, he's terrible. <laughs> he was awful. That was that was the worst hire probably in the history of college football. And the reason he got hired was because of Stan Wilcox. And and I am not racist in any shape, form, or fashion, but there was a lot of pressure <laughs> to hire. An African American coach, and and that's one of the main uh, reasons man got you know, hired. Look, and I'm in the camp of my my whole problem with that is I don't give a shit if you're black, white, green, yellow, half stripes, 
uh, whatever. If you can coach and develop men, that's what you should go after. I agree. Period. I don't give a shit. I mean, that, that's that is the dumb. When I hear stuff like that, and it's like the NFL has the Rooney rule, right? Where wow. it's like, hey, you have to interview so many minority candidates. When they put that out there, there was a need for it, but there's not a need for it anymore. I agree. I mean, the, the Raiders are going to hire uh, Antonio Pierce as their coach because he went in and motivated those guys. And it doesn't matter what color he is, even though he is a black guy. But the point right. is, is that there are a lot of players now that are going to be coaches and the majority of the league are, are, are black guys and they can mm-hmm. motivate these guys. And it's just, it's just, it's stupid to me. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't have cared. I didn't care. Hey, did I want Willie Taggart to do good? Absolutely. He was our coach. Well, hell yeah. I wanted him to look at my name right here. I got on my, uh, my, my label tonight, Carolina quarter zip jackpot. That's named after <laughs> our basketball coach. Guess what? He's a black <laughs> dude. Uh, I want him right. to do good. Exactly. Right. You've also got like, uh, who was the guy? God, I'm trying to remember the, I interviewed the voice of Florida State. Um, the guy who says, you know, fire those cannons. I can't remember his name, but um oh, you talking about Gene Deckerhoff? Yeah, Gene Deckerhoff. I've interviewed yeah, he, Gene Deckerhoff. Like, yeah, but I've interviewed him a couple of times. And yeah. I interviewed him the um, yeah, he's the guy that's the voice of Florida State uh sport or was. And he so was he like he the Bob Fulton of Florida State? Basically. And he when I asked him about Willie Taggart. Oh. He he told me off the record. He's like, yeah, there's there's pressure here, pressure there. But he also said, mm-hmm. I think he's a hell of a coach. Everybody down there was behind Willie Taggart. Right. I mean, that's well, just he hadn't done anything. Thing. He he had been at like but, Western but, Kentucky or somewhere. Well, honestly, if you want to know my opinion on it, he had a losing record. I think. Well, yeah. I don't think it was so much. As a person, I think Willie was a good guy. I think the I think the job was way bigger than he was ready for. Okay. And honestly, he didn't really wasn't that successful at Oregon. He really right. wasn't. Then he yeah. left when we got rid of him, he went to FAU. I think it was FAU or FIU, I'm not sure. And he tanked down there. So he tanked it was everywhere FIU. He yeah. He's tanked <clears> everywhere <throat> he's been. But he got twenty, I think it's twenty six million dollars for his trouble. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. So you can't. I don't. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him either. But right. Well, and and one of the main reasons <laughs> I called. Did you see where Jed Fish took the Washington job? Yep. Well, well I, who's going to take the Arizona I'm excited about that because that down here, the Gator fans, because he's a he's a Gator alum, they already was licking their chops, thinking that hey, we're we're going to fire. Uh, Billy Napier halfway through the season, we're going to hire Jed Fish. Well, you wait around, you snooze, you lose. It's over with now. He's done gone to another job. Do you, do you kind of think maybe that that some of these guys like um, like a DeBoer and like Jed Fish, like they're having like one Cinderella season and maybe they're getting their well, stuff into maybe, a job maybe that they're not Jed ready Fish, for? Maybe with Fish. But DeBoer is the real deal. Yeah, I, I, now, I, I will agree with that. He's it, I did a video about him yesterday. You know, he's like 104 and 12 Absolutely. as a head coach. And but, but, but I will say this: that does not mean he will be ultra successful at Alabama. No, but hell, he was the like he was in NAIA football. He coached this team for five years at Sioux Falls College. 
He right. was the Nick Saban while he was there. He won three national championships out of the five years he was right. there. And he hadn't been a damn head coach before at all. Yeah. Well, here's now, here's the the here's what I think. Because I don't think Alabama is as powerful a university as they think they are. Because they got a lot of kids to play there because Nick Saban was there. They kind of got more or less they got some discounts on kids to go there to play for Nick. Look at the portal. Look their players are leaving left and right. Well, obviously yeah. their loyalty wasn't to the university, was it? No, you know what I'm still I don't, I don't I don't know why these kids are clamoring to play for him. <clears throat> I mean, well, I agree with you, Jackpot, but I'm just saying. We've seen clips of him at practice and stuff like that. He was a bastard. Yes, but he was ultra successful, and he put a lot of kids in the NFL. But now. It's weird that all these coaches that can put players in the NFL like nobody's business can't coach a fucking lick when they get to the NFL. (laughs) Well, Nick wasn't the world's best coach in the NFL. Him, him, old balls, uh, little holds. Uh, yeah. these guys come to mind. Well, it's it's a different thing in college. It's, it's Jimmy's and Joe's, not just X's and O's. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, you got to be a play. You got to be a players' coach in the NFL. You basically. Right. I think the only the I only think, hey, coach. I think you know. I think, uh, and I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna heap a whole lot of praise on because you know how I feel about the university. Hell, I think Dabo would be a good coach in the NFL. Probably. I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean. mean Obviously, if he would just be a CEO and let a, and let the coordinator, <laughs> yeah, do wouldn't their have job, to worry about the damn transfer portal. <laughs> well, my my point is, and I don't know about Dabo. I mean, I think one of the main reasons, other than Nick Saban was seventy two years old and he was ready to get out of it. I mean, there comes a point in time, but uh, I mean, I, some inside information that NIL is the reason he got out because he just simply didn't want to have to deal with the hassle anymore. And the man didn't have to. He he's accomplished everything he could ever accomplish. Why should he hang around and put up with the BS? Well, but it's, also it's also on that front, also on that front though, he couldn't stack five star players on top of five star players. The, the, Agreed, the Clemson Rob, team absolutely. that he, the Clemson team that 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 uh, throttled his team in 2018 on the quarterbacks on that roster, Jalen Hurts. Tua Tonga Viola and Mac Jones. All yeah. three of those guys started in the NFL this year. Those days so are over like, with because now yeah. if they don't get play in time, they're going somewhere else. Yep. I mean, <laughs> take my ball and go home. And I do believe it's going to create some parity, and it's already created some parity in, in, in college football, although it's a different game <laughs> than we're used to. But anyway, guys, uh, enjoy your show. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Keith, longtime friend of the show, says Saban cannot push around your Jason Taylors and Zach Thomases and Junior Seau, who wanted to kill him, literally, according to uh, Corey Jenkins, who did an interview with me. That was funny shit. They were just waiting on him to come in the bathroom. They were going to jump old Nick Saban right there in the damn Miami bathroom. Pastor of pain. No, Corey Jenkins, the linebacker. You're thinking, you're thinking Corey Miller, Corey Jenkins. Oh, oh. oh, oh. <clears throat> so, but anyway, uh, That's yeah, good Corey point. Jenkins that played quarterback some too. Yep, but he he was down there. He played for 
uh, the Dolphins that in his rookie year uh, when Saban was the coach. So, <clears throat> so there's that. Uh, anyway, if you want to get involved with the program, have at it. We'll uh, I'll put the link over there. If you want to join the show, kind of a hodgepodge stuff tonight. Of course, we talked about the uh, the playoff game there. There's a playoff game going on right now that um, <clears throat> you know might be interesting too. Let's see here. Uh, SEC Dogs says roll tide. The goat retired. Now you think this Washington guy can top that? He'll be fired inside of three years. Why is everybody like? Why does everybody think that? I mean, that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's got a solid resume. Um, you know, and everybody says, well, he can't recruit. I mean, what Washington's recruits? But first of all, he inherited a fucking dumpster fire, and he just got the job in 2021 at the end of it. He had 2022 and 2023 to work with. Nobody really knows how good of a recruiter he is yet. I, mean, I can so, tell you this. You know, um, he beat – he was 3-0 and against Oregon while yep. he was there, and Oregon had consistently better – a better composite rosters than what he had. So he won with uh, less. So yeah. he won more games with less talent. He's going to go down to Alabama and obviously he'll have more talent because I hate to break it to people, but Alabama lost a recruit here or there. People are still going to go to Alabama. It's that, that, that shit doesn't end. People will still go to Alabama. Yeah. And when they go to Alabama, he's going to have more talent there and will he be able to develop it and win? I don't know, but he has a track record of doing that. I don't see why that's how that's going to change. I'm pretty sure they'll win. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. We're not, no, they got. I don't think to, to think yeah. they're going to be saving like is crazy. But to think that they're going to, they're LSU fans that have been in my Twitter feed that think that Alabama's going to fall off the earth and they're going to be an eight and four program forever. Uh, You're out of your so fucking so mind. Hey, so been waiting on that. That's your, your chance. I'll write your stuff. That's true. Um, anyway, uh, da, 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 da. what else do we have on the football front that we could talk about, Jackpot? Oh, yeah, your, your stuff with the strength and conditioning coach, I agree with you 100% on that. For folks that have been following the channel. And the fuck are we doing, you know? I mean, yeah, Jackpot's got a – I don't want to say he's got a hard on for the strength and conditioning coach, but he wants some answers. Now, the strength and conditioning coaches made me impotent. I mean, Shane Beamer could go down uh, to Two Notch Road to the damn Planet Fitness <laughs> and hire the damn club manager to come be the strength and conditioning coach. I think could dare say do a damn better job. Mm -hmm. Or maybe go over to the Comrades High School. Maybe maybe try to pull that guy. Yeah, just just grab the Comrade. Comrade's not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. exactly. Can't be any worse. Cannot yeah. be any worse. There you go. I mean, I think that he's just like, we're, we're just sitting here maybe, you know, chalking all this up to just a whole big string of bad luck, man. Or, you know, I don't know. Um, just to, you know, kind of, you know, turn a blind eye to the truth. That he sucks. Uh, Brock says, DeBoer is not better than Beamer, according to Locked On Gamecock. Stop stirring the pot, sir. Who said that? That's what Locked On Gamecock said. Hi, Justin. How are you? Doing good. How you doing, guys? Good. Hey, how are you? you? This evening, buddy? Doing good. Hey, well, I see everybody making fun of these cowboys. <laughs> They're pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. But anyway. That's the um, Tennessee Vols of the NFL. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, and, and wow, what are your thoughts about Mike Clark's at Dallas? 
What? Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. Uh, what you thought about Mark McCarthy's reset with the Dallas Cowboys? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike McCarthy. Like, there's there was rumors the other day that Bill Belichick <laughs> may be going there, and Mike McCarthy. If he didn't win, he was out. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it would be funny, but um, you know. Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever. At this point, I mean, Cowboys are a gong show. Jerry Jones is 81 years old, and he wants to win, but changing a co- like he's gone 12. He's won 12 games in a, a year. For three years, something happens in the playoffs. I don't know what it is. I don't know. <clears throat> but to fire a guy that goes twelve and wins twelve games a year is kind of stupid. The Panthers haven't won twelve games in three years combined. Just to put that into perspective. But oh, oh yeah, um, and think about this. Well, what about Jim Harbaugh? DJ's gonna take Dallas Giants. They get with Mike McCarthy. Yeah, they, they might. Who knows at this juncture, man? Who knows? Cowboys are a shit show. They're oh, terrible. Yeah. I agree with that. Hey, fine, go, guys. Um, hey, why? I think Alabama got a good coach. I think he's going to do great at Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there, there's no reason why he shouldn't. Yeah, he's get, got, gotta, he's get, got the money. Gotta. He's got the recruits. I mean, he's got the resume, so. Yeah, we'll have to see how that works out. But, I mean, they're, I don't think they're going to be uh, – I don't think they're – they're not going to suck. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, yeah. All right, Justin. Appreciate it, buddy. Have a good night, all right? You too. Go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. Right. There you go, Justin. I'm pulling for him. And, um, you know, despite whatever the rumors are, I, I'm, I'm glad that Dan Lanning either A, didn't get the job, or B, turned it down. B, I'm glad he turned it down because I don't think he's ready for it. A, I'm glad he didn't get it because this guy's like 36. Some young buck like that, he don't deserve that fucking job. What the fuck is he done? I mean, let's be real. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was the defensive coordinator at Georgia, and he's you know been at Oregon for a couple of years and hadn't really done. I mean, he's who's he beat? I mean, nobody. I mean, he ain't. I mean, so I mean, no. I mean, he doesn't deserve that. This guy doesn't deserve that. This guy's been. This guy's fifty years old. He's been. He's a man. He's fifty. Damn it. He's been toiling around. You know, at Sioux Falls and fucking Fresno State and all these shitholes for years and years and doing nothing but winning and developing young people and doing the right things. And he's finally got his day in the sun. And by God, oh, let's let him have it. And plus, I mean, he, he sold it. I mean, he sold his soul. He risked it for the biscuit. Not so, the biscuit. I, you know, speaking of the biscuit, he's been missing in action. The biscuit's been on a milk carton for a while, but I did see him in an Uncle Lou stream the other night. He he popped in yeah. real quick and he popped out. It was almost like he was gone as quickly as he came in. So I want to put this out there too. And look I, out I mean, for him. Just that's fine. We can put out a, a PBA on the uh, what is on it? the biscuit. Please do. So w- one other thing too, there was lots of talk about oh this coach was offered, that coach was offered, and everything else. I hate to be the guy here, but in my, if you sat me down and shot me up with the truth serum, okay, here's what I would believe. I think that Nick Saban, regardless of what he said, he already went and tried to get this guy's offensive coordinator last season. I think he was impressed with this guy. I think that the, I think the Alabama, Alabama AD already vetted this guy. I don't think they called anybody. I think once Saban said, hey, we're done, 
I think they made the call to this guy and said, look, we want you here. Do you want to come or not? I, I don't think that I, I don't think they called Sweeney. I don't think they called Dan. I don't think any of that shit happened. I think it was point blank. If they called anybody, they might have called Kirby Smart. I don't think they called anybody else. I think this was their guy from the beginning. They already knew it. That's why he told the players in 72 hours, you'll know. And they did it right under the 72 hours. Not not from anything else. Now, they may have called people, but in my opinion, I think it was, this was the guy, I think help, I think Saban helped them with it. And I think that uh, point blank, they knew who they were going to go after, period. So just, just to throw that out there. Because there's lots of Clemson fans that are like, oh, we turned down. And I, I posted this, too, because I thought it would be funny. Yeah, our coach turned down the Alabama job. Bullshit. Bullshit. Alabama would have went and got whoever the hell they wanted, period. Just the way that it is. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just – just from my perspective. That's just I, – I don't think that it was – there was a whole list of people they called. I think that they – I think that Saban was big on who was who was coming in because in his mind, and he even said, "Hey, I'm going to have an office and and all that." It's not. I don't think he's. I think he may. He's going to have more of a shadow on the program than people think. And I'm not saying DeBoer is going to be like a puppet, but I think that um, I think that they got somebody in there that could make it a nice, smooth transition. Um, and I think that's what they were going for, but. And I could be completely wrong about that, but I'm just saying from my perspective and just the way that it looked, you know, because like the whole thing with, oh, there, you know, they have the whole thing. Well, hey, there's, I, I know so-and-so's in Tuscaloosa. You heard all that shit. In reality, no, no one had any of that stuff. You, you could go and look at when uh, university planes or whatever were flying anywhere. There was none of that. They probably had a couple of Zoom meetings sent over the contract and that was it because they already already tested to see if this guy had the appetite and wanted to do it. Just yeah, my um, the, yeah, I was talking about that, that video the other day. Um, you know, DeBoer had come to Washington, I think from Fresno state Yeah. back in at the end of 2021. I said his, he was probably hired by Washington on a zoom call because <laughs> You know, the even at the end of 2021, when the COVID stuff has started not being taken seriously, well, let's, let's just be frank, down here in South Carolina, I don't think it was ever really taken seriously. Um, uh, <laughs> they were probably still pretty much on that protocol there. And, <clears throat> you know, that's become like a way of life now. Everybody's doing those those Zoom things because of that. I, I, I doubt that guy ever. I, I think I bet you the first time he ever been down there was when he went to that press conference when he got introduced as head coach. I and and Randall says he thinks the the Bama AD had to have made calls. Yeah, and and that may be true, but I think I think this was their guy from the beginning. I think they knew. I think they knew pretty quick. Uh, oh, Jack, we didn't talk about this jackpot. Old T Rob is going to go be the Georgia defensive coordinator now, and yeah, Will Muschamp is now going to be an analyst. So I want to thank you and the Gamecock fans and, you know, Gamecock Athletics for giving that guy a cushy $17 million payout so he can just go and, you know, be an analyst on game day for Georgia and then go watch his son play at Vanderbilt. So you're welcome. Yeah, it, said, it said something about him seeing, him seeing spending more time with family. So did his son hit the transfer portal? Or does he have another son? 
has another son. So he has another son that's going to play at Vanderbilt? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking here, yep. So this is not Jackson Muschamp. This is – No, it's some other – I don't know. I know that um, it's just – it's it's strange how that came about because he went uh, T Rob went from Alabama I guess maybe that he was told hey you're not going to be the DC he I was don't some know. kind of he was some kind of something there was he a, a position coach there yeah or? I think he was the line I don't I don't remember somebody help me with that what was his job I can't remember uh, but either way <clears throat> now he's going to go to Georgia and be the defensive coordinator there. Um, yeah, we'll see how that I mean, works. Out. Defenses in South Carolina weren't horrendous. I mean, he put some guys in the league. Yeah, but I mean, it's a co-defensive coordinator spot, so he'll coach it with another coach. Glenn so Schumann. Yeah, like, yep, him and Schumann together. So, <clears throat> so that those two together, and then uh, they'll be to. Yeah, I just think it's funny that Muschamp is still. You know, still going to be an analyst. Cross says, "Do you guys realize just how much time college coaches at big schools spend away from their families?" Yes, sir. But yep. I also know I that to, I listen to the Zach Smith podcast. I listen used to listen to it pretty regularly. Uh, Justin Steps making decided, decided he was an asshole, and I don't really listen to it that much anymore. But he kind of went broke it down like week by week what the, all they went through, and I think he was probably pretty spot on but, with that. I, so, like I think he was probably. Pretty I looked at like I was just looking at Justin Step stuff. He was making four hundred sixty thousand dollars, so that's a hell of a lot of money. I'm just saying, you're gonna work and you're gonna make four hundred sixty thousand dollars. That's that's a lot of money. So go go. I don't I don't like. There's so much money that these coaches make, and and a lot of them they go and they work, you know, x amount of years or whatever, and then they they hope to hit the jackpot. And uh, and get a um, and get a head coaching job. So and to think about this, th- this DeBoer guy went from literally NAIA to like five years ago. Nobody had any clue who he was. Period. Mm-hmm. And now he's the head coach at Alabama. Crazy, crazy. Uh, Travian Robertson. He's your co-defensive coordinator there, SEC dog at Georgia now. <clears throat> old T Rob, old T Rob. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he did. He did. He did okay when he was here. I mean, like I said, he put some guys in the league. I mean, you know, some of those Muschamp teams were just. I don't. I don't know. I think yeah. the culture was a little bit lacking them, but they they had some good players. Uh, R says they hope to get a deal like Jimbo and then get fired. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I'd aspire to be is fire Jimbo Fisher. I mean, what what you think he's worried about doing tomorrow morning? Golf course not going to be open. We snowing wherever he's at. Oh, well, damn, I got to sleep in. <laughs> or I can go get on the jet I bought and fucking fly somewhere where I can play. Yeah. Or whatever. Do whatever the hell you want. So there's that. Exactly. <clears throat> All right, so the link is in the... Uh, in the uh, description over there, if you want to join the Link show. In the description box below. I saw Uncle Lou is uh, on his Patreon tonight. He's live streaming the Rams-Lions game, which I thought was odd. He's uh, doing live streams of NFL games now. I think he just does it just for the camaraderie, uh, to be honest with you. 
Uh, I liked doing them, which is cool. Uncle Lou's not an NFL fan whatsoever. Well, <laughs> man, maybe, really not. Maybe. I was watching him do the Cowboys-Packers game today, and he talked more about damn college football than we said about um, uh, NFL football. But, you know, views are kind of down tonight. We don't have as many people as we normally do in the chat. And I'm like, he's doing it on his Patreon. I mean, is that, that not that many people uh, in his Patreon that would be over <laughs> here. But maybe so. I don't know. Well, maybe he's – Doing it because of you know Stafford's playing. That may be part of it. Who knows? Yeah. Eh, who knows at this juncture? All right. Well, um, we we had all that. Um, let's see. What was the other thing too that I wanted to get into? Oh, they moved the game because of the snow. Oh, jackpot! I read this earlier today. Would you go shovel snow in Buffalo for twenty dollars an hour in the stadium? No. Yeah, that's what they're giving people to shovel some snow. Well, the, the, I'm not doing what, that. Shovel snow? They don't have something to, I mean, shovel you it off what, like the seats or? Yeah, you got to shovel it out of the seats and, you know, so that they can come in for all that. So they got people shoveling snow and they're paying 20 bucks an hour. That's comical. <laughs> I mean, they ain't going to work for that. Not there. And I know, I know, Buffalo, New York is different. I mean, that's not like one, one, a lot. Of, I think I think a lot of people think when I say New York, and I, I say they think New York City, and I think high prices oh. and this that and other. Yeah, Buffalo, New York is basically. And I, I my, one of my former bosses lived there for a few years uh, when he was a district manager at Target, and um, he was telling me that like it's like really family oriented. And like everybody knows everybody, and it's like almost like a midwestern town, or something. So it's a little bit different there. But um, <laughs> well, it's, still- it's basically it's basically southern Canada, and I've said for a long time that what we should do as a country is uh, we should just give Buffalo to the Canadians, give them the Bills. That way, they'll have their own football team up there, and we'll give that to them as a gesture of goodwill. I mean, I should be the head of the UN. Look at look at how I'm making friends with Canada. Why not? I mean, it's just Canada South. It's basically what yeah. it is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Larry says I cannot get people to help me in my business for twenty bucks an hour part time cash. I pay thirty to forty cash whenever I need part time help. Well, apparently they're trying to they're trying to weigh on these folks about you're doing it for the good of the bills. I mean, you only have to work like 10 hours shoveling snow to get face value ticket, you know, so shovel snow for 10 hours. And then by the way, there are no tickets for this game, but you know, you could sit home and say, I worked enough to buy a ticket. Maybe that's uh, part of it. Ray LA over in the comment section wants to know where was that dollar general jack body? So about the video I posted earlier. I said, someone can guess where I'm at. Um, I'll give you a shout out. Um, I got to give a shout out to, well, whoever it was that guessed it. I can't remember, but he did guess correctly. It was in Donald's, South Carolina. Donald's, South Carolina, between Honeypath and Abbeville. So, yeah, that's where I was. No, sir, Jerry Wells. It was not in Tigerville, so I never worked at Dollar General in Tigerville. That was you, R. Was that you that guessed that? Yeah, sure. What the fuck is Donald, South Carolina? It's a town, like 300 people. It's near Due West, South Carolina, home of uh, Erskine College 
excuse me, in Dixie High School, which has nothing to do with Confederate flags or rednecks or anything like that. So don't mm. y'all might get your mind in the gutter. You ever heard of Dixie High School, Rob? Yeah, yeah, of course. They um yep. They're a one eyes because the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. Yeah, they um <laughs> their, their football stadiums little stadium stadium it's about 12 people uh, <laughs> erskine started playing football yeah fun fact when i uh, driving my Utz truck probably eh, i don't know it was back before thanksgiving uh, in new west and i, I was kind of cruising along through there i had left that store and i was going i think i was leaving i was done for the day but i was cruising through new west and i like there was one in the crosswalk i almost ran over a fucking Erskine student in the damn side crosswalk. I just slam on my brakes and throw some chips forward in that damn truck. And I'm like, damn, you little stupid motherfucker. I'm like, get out of the damn crosswalk. I mean, like, you see me fucking coming. Why are you going to walk out here? You better head back due west, by God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just like, it's fucking rude. I mean, because you know I got to slam a damn brakes on for you when you <laughs> see you coming. You, you've got enough intelligence to be in college. Yeah, uh, so uh, I mean, let's you know, can we? Yeah, but it, mean, it's in it's in due west, due west, due west, whatever. By the way, Big Barney Ross says all my updates come with an extra helping of cornbread dressing while supplies last. But you, ladies and gentlemen, can go to robinkaleshow.com and look at the latest bourbon review from Big Barney Ross. If I uh, you're one of these people that likes your bourbon, doesn't, or you want to figure out what you want to taste. Big Barney Ross has lined up there. I mean, he's got probably 25 bourbon reviews over there by now. Randall wants to know did any famous people come from Donald? I think there's a major league baseball player. Or no, 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 no. I remember because I Wikipedia this place because I wouldn't know. There's somebody that's famous that's uh that's an angler. Um that they had a show, or was like co-hosted a show on like the Nashville Network or something. That like I can't remember what his name was. He's an angler. He's one of those guys that fishes uh, on TV for a living. So, um, hmm. yeah, now it wasn't a ma major league baseball player. There's some towns had a major league baseball player that I worked with chips. I can't remember. Can't remember. Hmm. That might be Ware Shoals. I don't know. Yeah, when you go through, there's a town in uh, Georgia between Elberton and what is that town called, Rob? Royston. Royston. Uh, yeah, called Bowman, Georgia. And when you go through, go to when you're going and entering into Bowman, Georgia, there's a billboard. It's not a big billboard. It's not not, not like the big one. Advertising the Motel Six at the Nags exit. It's a smaller billboard, but it says Bowman, Georgia. Welcome to Bowman, Georgia, home of Miko Hardman Jr., NFL player and former Georgia Bulldog. Well, they got a hard on for anything Georgia Bulldogs uh, in that area of the country. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know anything about Donald, South Carolina. Yeah, it's, there's not much there. It's a church, a Dollar General, and, and like I said, that's about it. Fireballs has a couple of houses that are falling down. Fireballs says, Jack Potter, you really, Dan, have you ever heard of Frogmore, South Carolina? <laughs> no, I haven't. I should. Frogmore, Frogmore is between Beaufort and um, St. Helena Island. They're about the same size. 
Anyway, Fireball says, are you really Danny DeVito's size? I don't know. How big is Danny DeVito? I've never seen him naked. How big a boy is he? We'll find out. Let me know. Yeah, let us know. That, yeah, <laughs> Larry Croft has heard of it. It's, it's down in low country. There's actually a a, a, a dish that comes from there, Frogmore stew. Um, which it's not frog. I mean, it's like shrimp and just everything in the world just thrown in there. You know? I don't even know what the hell that is, but okay. Beth says oh. she's heard of Frogmore. Okay, well, good, good for Beth. Hot Beach has soft white underbelly. That's a really good YouTube channel. Have you ever seen that, yeah. Rob? I have. Like they've they've had some crazy shit on that channel. Like you, they do interviews with all kinds of people. They yeah, yeah, they, they, they're, they're the ones that they they took those Whitakers, those people from West Virginia. Uh, they took them to Walmart, like those that that inbred family. They've never been anywhere. Yeah, I was like, I was watching it the other day, and it was like um, there was there was an interview where they interviewed like a coal miner, like, and he just yeah. talked about working like in the uh, in the in in the coal mine, and that was like he's like that's the only thing my family's done for like eight yeah. generations, and I watched it for like I was like I don't watch this for about five minutes or they, whatever. They, they they've talked to meth addicts like gambling. Yeah, uh, uh, people did the gambling and stuff. But the thing about them is, I mean, they made so much money off those people from doing that. that they like they built those people. They helped build them a house. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm looking you know? at some of the yeah professional gambler interview with Mickey Mace. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, I'm just you know bipolar, borderline, and beautiful Savannah Part One. So basically, they got a woman that's beautiful and bipolar, and they interviewed her. I don't know how that would work out. A hell's a hell's angels biker. I mean, you go to that channel, you can just watch like. Uh, I mean, I hate to use the term "people of Walmart," but it's like, it's it's almost like a microcosm of America, but rednecked up a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people need to realize. I mean, everybody's not. I mean, they're not like those of us chatting on here. Though, I mean, they don't. You know, you know they don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of unfortunate folks out there. Says the Whitakers went straight to the watermelons. Well, they did. And if you saw it, the one, the one um, fellow that doesn't talk, I think his name was Ray. I think his name was Ray. He went and grabbed a big old bag of sour potato chips. Of course he did. Took him to the Walmart in Beckley, West Virginia. Where Lisa one says, Jim one Jim Cornette got the uh, cops called on him. Of course he did. Uh, Lisa says, "Rob, you make Frogmore stew just like Low Country Boil." <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Big Barney Ross says, "It sounds like my ex-wives bipolar hell's angels." Okay, Big Barney Ross. Good really? luck with that. Keith with a good example here. He says, "Frogmore stew is shrimp, corn on the cob, and potatoes boiled in a pot." Yeah, they have lots of dishes like that down in Louisiana and stuff. I mean, <clears throat> I was like, you ever watch, what was it, that Swamp People? Did you ever watch that show? I remember watching some of it, yeah. And they cooked up some, they cooked <clears throat> up some decent looking stuff down there. I mean, with the gator and not uh, the gator. I mean, it's a frying it up and, and how kind of gum that one. Oh, the one guy that was on there, um, you remember the, the 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 guy Bruce, 
They had overalls, but he didn't wear a, a T-shirt, <clears throat> just wore overalls. He had that, uh, uh, like the red, white, and blue bandana, and he went out. He had the beard and everything. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. Um, he has a YouTube channel um, now. Uh, it's called Cajun Cooking or Cajun, something about Cajun cooking on the Blackstone Grill. And uh, like it, he's got some really good videos out there. He cooks up some good-looking stuff, too. Mm. Bruce Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was looking. I thought I had it up here, but um, yeah. So there's all kind of interesting stuff out there. Um, what else, what else we got, Jack Paul? I'll put the, this side here again if anybody else wants to join the show. <clears throat> We're kind of at a weird point right now because – you know, all these coaches getting settled in. Uh, we're going to find out, like, I think, like, everybody's back in school now. So the idea of, hey, um, you know, players moving around, that's probably pretty much over with. Well, I'm, I'm kind of so, disappointed, kind of disappointed in the Gamecocks. I mean, not being able they I mean, they didn't really, I mean, I think Shane Beamer kind of shit the bed on getting a transfer portal quarterback. He got um, one. He got the kid from Oklahoma. Yeah, he's going to be a preferred walk-on. That guy, he's not any good. Well, but I mean, he, at least at least he got uh, somebody to take some fucking that snaps. Kid's, that kid's from right down the road here. He's not. Uh, no. Ugh. I don't know. I wish we. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why they couldn't have gotten the kid from Vanderbilt. I thought that he was committed, and uh, we were going to get him, and then he fucking goes to LSU. Son of a bitch. Larry that's, uh, says that Shane should have fired the defensive coordinator. Yes, sir. That's correct. <clears throat> what else? Yeah. Oh, but, oh, but he, oh, but he, I mean, he was able to stop a terrible Kentucky offense and a terrible Vanderbilt offense in the rain and a terrible yeah. Clemson offense, but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep it around. Look at me. Great. Look at me. Yay. Yeah. He's great. Uh, you know, he only let Mizzou rush 400 <laughs> yards on me and, uh, you know, Georgia kind of did whatever they wanted to in the second half, but no, no, by God, I mean, send that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah he can move around all the, uh, and, and like I said, he can move around all the Justin steps he wants to, but I mean, that these guys, they're assistant coaches. Like I said, they're, a, I don't want to say a dime a dozen, but they, they move around a lot. Coordinators. Coordinators are where the ship's at. It's where it begins and where it ends. And um, Fireball yeah, that, says, that was a swing. That was a swing and a miss. Fireball says is it because it would be racist to fire him. I I don't know what that has to. Florida State fired a black head coach. I don't know why we would. He well, he fired Montario Hardesty. He was black too. I don't think he reminded of that being racist. So. Don't why doesn't Charlie? Why doesn't Charlie Strong have a job somewhere? He should be coaching somewhere. What is he doing somewhere. right now? I don't know. I mean, fucking. I'm sure that. Uh, I mean, he probably has to have some history with uh, with Beamer. Beamer coached every goddamn where. He might as well call Charlie Strong. Hey, you want to come hold the hand of our defensive coordinator? We'll give you 450 grand a year. It's not like you're doing anything right now. Come on down. Hell, tell him to go call Sylvester Croom. He worked for him. <clears throat> I mean, Sylvester Croom dead? I thought he was dead. Is he dead? I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I, I, thought, he, I didn't. I didn't think he died. I thought he died. 
Well, Papa B, what can tell us if he if Sylvester Croom did? I don't think he is. Sylvester Croom is a former. Papa B says Sylvester Croom is not dead. Larry Croom, Larry Cross said yes, he did. I think I'm, I think Papa B would know over you. He's a Mississippi State fan. I, I never heard anything about him dying. No, he isn't. He's not dead yet. Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. He, he, can't, be, he can't be that old. And what's he? Probably seventy. He's sixty-nine. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he would. You know. Yeah, he's sixty-nine. Yeah. All right. So there you go with that. All right. Well, uh, before we before we just before we cast anybody else to be dead, jackpot. Anything else you want to go over this evening? Uh, uh, talk a little bit of basketball there. I mean, what do you think? What do you think's going on with that? I mean, I, I'm you know I'm pretty stoked about the quarter zips. I mean, that was a good. Uh, I mean, <laughs> aside from the fact yesterday that they were up by five points in overtime with less than a minute to go, and they let the fucking cream of wheaters come back and tie that damn game up, and you know they shouldn't have done that. I mean, it shouldn't have it shouldn't have went down to the last shot. Is what I'm saying. Like it did. Um, I should have been able I, to pull away a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but, but I think uh, when I really step back and look at it, I think that he doesn't have enough talent there yet. And I think, I mean, you're 14 and two. And I think that's you know that's a good record. I mean, I'm not I'm not pissing on what he's done, especially after what happened last year. But I wonder when they get into conference play because how that's going to work for them because Mizzou they're, 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 they're in conference play, two and one. Yeah, but, I mean, when they're playing the Kentuckys of the world, Jackpot, and, and teams like that, I just remember Kentucky how, lost yesterday, so. All right. Well, all right, then fine. They're two and one. They're going to go, what, 18 and one, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they're four and, 14 and two. So they can't retract a win. Mm. Whatever at that point. I'm at 18 and one in conference play jackpot. But um I don't know. We'll see. Um uh, I like um the I like the kid that transferred in. Was it Mac? I think Mac's a good player. I think Mac's yeah, a good player. Uh, I like the kid the kid from Minnesota, Taylor Cooper's doing a good job. And also yeah. yesterday, if you notice when he wasn't playing very well. Uh, Lamont Paris didn't have, this is what I like about Lamont Paris. See, this is what I like about him and Jane Beamer. He can get a little bit more of this about himself. <clears throat> Lamont Paris is not scared to sit good players when they're fucking up and teach them a lesson. Misha Johnson wasn't playing very well yesterday, been running his mouth a little bit, jawing back and forth with the Mizzou guy. And he was doing a little bit of that with the Alabama peeps on um, <clears throat> Tuesday. Wasn't playing very good. He sat his ass. Yeah, me, a, Michi Johnson sat for a good. I mean, he at all a portion of that game to sit to <clears throat> teach him a lesson. And you seen him last year? He done it with Gigi Jackson when he was fucking up. So he's not scared to uh, crush on his backups. And, and, but then I was looking at the message boards today, the, the Gamecock message boards. They, they said they didn't understand why why Paris, why he gives so many 
so many minutes to Stephen Clark. He's basically a JV player out there playing with the, you know, the ones and, and whatnot. Stephen Clark has probably got more damn heart, grit, and determination in his body than whatever your, your fucking goofy ass, uh, whatever you damn do for a living, Mr. Message Board fucking genius, has in your fucking pinky finger. Yeah, well, and, he, and the thing that gets me with that, too, is well, that... I think it's because he came from the Citadel or whatever he's described. I mean, he's a decent player. But here's the thing, and I know this sounds like I'm being silly here, but you don't yes. see what this kid's doing in practice. If he's out there and he's in practice and he's showing up and he's playing his ass off on defense, he may be putting him out there to send a message to the other guy that has more talent. It's like, look, if you don't get your shit together, you're not going to fucking play. Go fuck yourself. Could yeah. be that too, you know? Yep. So, I don't know. As far as Clemson goes, you know, I I, I <clears throat> like th- this season is a – if they don't go to the tournament this season with they, – they got the kid Gerard from Syracuse, who's a pretty good player, and they got a hell of a one-two punch combination with him and P.J. Hall, and then they got Schiffler, who is averaging like a double-double in the past five games. He looks like Screech from Saved by the Bell. Schiffler? Oh, no. Oh, oh, him, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's Lawrence. just a big old goofy kid, but he, he's Lawrence. doing Check the on small the fat, thing. the fat Peter Brady. Whatever. Yeah. The point is, is that he is. Um, if Brownell can't get to the tournament with what people are saying is a possible ACC Player of the Year in uh, PJ Hall, and then the kid from Syracuse, and you know some of the other pieces that he's got there, then you're just if you don't fire him if he doesn't make the tournament this year, then you're just saying we don't give a shit about basketball. This is just something for us to have Dabo Sweeney can come out and, and talk to people during basketball season. We're not yeah, going to show up with his black eye. What was yeah. the name? Of, what was that jerk who uh, that played for Clemson last year? The one, the white kid I couldn't stand. Hunter Tyson. Yeah. What whatever happened to him? He is. Uh, let me make sure he got drafted by the Denver Nuggets, and I think he is. Oh, that's Alex English's team. Yeah, uh, he got drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Hold on, I'm checking it out here. Nuggets, Denver. He was – let's make sure that uh, – mm, I think he's still on the team. Like, and I, I didn't think he was an NBA player, but apparently he's got – come on, show me the roster. Okay, let's see here. I don't know if he's – let's see here. They got Michael Robert, Gordon are you doing the there. show in a diner? No. Why? I hear dishes clanking back and forth. Oh, right there. my my wife's over there. She's doing dishes. She's doing some Oh, dishes. Lord. It sounds like you're in a diner. I expected to see Flo walk by in her waitress uniform. Uh, No. Okay. Yeah, but Hunter Tyson is still on the Denver Nuggets roster. He's played in eight games, but he, he's like the last guy on the bench, basically. But he's a rookie. He's on the team, so there's um, that. They're talking about snow here. Fireball says, Robin Kelly, y'all getting snow this week. I haven't seen it in our forecast. I know you hadn't if I hadn't. No, I, I, I'm pulling up the weather right now. It looks like they're telling me hypothermia, like you go to weather channel, like hypothermia and frostbite possible. Is it safe to go outside? How cold will it get? Holy um, shit. So everybody said Big Barney Ross says it's snowing up there in his part of Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, or Pencil, Kentucky. 
Um, he's getting some snow. Uh, Papa B said he's getting heavy snow. Where are you located at, Papa B? I mean, you're in Mississippi State. I know you ain't getting no snow in Mississippi. Maybe you don't live in Mississippi. Where are you located at? Um, Papa B lives in Alaska. Jerry Wells said Mel was always pissed off. Yeah, he was because them damn girls wouldn't do any fucking work. They want to stand around and talk too much. He needed to get those damn eggs and grits served. Um, North Mississippi, huh? All right, so well, you know, North oh, Mississippi is basically Memphis, right? All right, hold on, jackpot. I'm looking at my, I'm looking at it here. It says, wait a minute, I was, uh, I was looking at it. Okay, for Friday the 19th, we have a one percent chance of snow Friday night. That's what it's. it's well, you know, what, to, I'm gonna tell you something. Somebody said jackpot would get it before y'all would in Columbia. But I'm going to tell you something that's, that's kind of a little bit strange, a little weather fact. You know, it, whenever it used to snow here back in the day when I was in, in, in school, it would always start snowing in Atlanta before it would snow here. And we're like, it's for the fucking south in here. Why? And it's something weird that has to do with the mountains. And, like, the snow, like, it will, it will blanket western North Carolina and the mountains, like, all the way up about the Traveler's Rest. And then it just kind of, like, flies over the top of the foothills and then it will start snowing back again when it gets down to like Lawrence and Newberry County. And oftentimes they've gotten some snow in Columbia. And we didn't even get it. Okay. So it's saying Tuesday night, there's a 13% chance of snow. We just got totally dipped on, you know? Yeah. I don't like if it, if it snows, that would be some crazy shit, but apparently 13% is, um, I don't think that's going to happen. We're not going to get any fucking stuff. 13% is pretty low. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's 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 not very good at all. We don't get any snow here. It's just the way that it is. So. Yeah, it yeah. snows right now. We used to go in uh, Pennsylvania uh, yeah. for our vacations. It's, uh, it's kind of butthole deep right there um right now so yeah i'm not big on the whole snow thing man i don't i don't i mean I, I, it's okay for a little bit but then like after it's like ugh. yeah i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan and that's probably why yeah, i've talked about moving there back in the past i've really given serious consideration to that no shit um but probably won't because of that because <laughs> i just I, I, that's just not something i want to deal with man uh, if what? i ever leave if I ever leave the upstate of South Carolina and move anywhere in South Carolina, it'll probably be it would probably be to like the Somerville, uh, Monk's Corner, Mount Pleasant area. Um, because I like that area of South Carolina. What uh, about Donald, know. South Carolina? You were talking about no, earlier. Yeah, no, um, that's that's like basically being here, but just out in the country. No, I'm not doing that. You know, I would actually live in Anderson County, South Carolina. If I was out in the country, you know, just away from a lot of people, because um, mm -hmm. that's where I want to be, um, just out away from everybody. Uh, that's why I like Pennsylvania, because you can get in some secluded places there. Um, but it, but like I said, if it was in South Carolina, it would have to be in the in the Charleston area. I like it there. I like it a lot. I don't know why. Even when I was in, in college and stuff, I liked it there a lot. I don't like the the Myrtle Beach, Florence. I don't like that area. I really, um, you know, I don't like, I like the Gamecocks. I love the Gamecocks, but you know, I don't, I don't like Columbia. Um, 
Aiken in that area, never spent enough time there to even know, but I could probably say I wouldn't like it. Um, so, yeah, that, that leaves the coast, and uh, that's where I'd want to be. Well, yeehaw with that. So, South Carolina plays. Who you got next in hoops, Jackpot? Uh, the Gamecocks play at home on Tuesday night against the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm. By, by the way, I was watching uh, the Georgia-Tennessee game, a little bit of that yesterday. Like, Georgia had Tennessee on the ropes. Tennessee had to dig deep. They were down 10 with like four minutes to go. And they uh they came back and put the uh put the clamps on Georgia and got the win. But um Georgia Yeah, I saw some, some Tennessee fans over on Twitter. There was uh one account called Sullen Surf. Uh, I don't know, you know, I know you know who that is because you follow it on on I uh, uh yeah, I uh, was talking shit. Um, about well, they were uh, uh, number of whatever for Georgia was mouthing off and like tell them to take a bow or something like that because they were winning by like two late in the game. Like, well, I mean, what the fuck were they supposed to do? Okay, I mean, it's I mean, it's Georgia. I mean, they're not really known for basketball. But they want to be good at it. So, yeah. So yeah, Clemson plays Georgia Tech at home on Tuesday. And then they go to Florida State and then to Duke before, you know, what a mess. Now my dogs are going to try to. Who is Jaden say is being a bad boy? Is he talking to. Uh, he's, he's talking to my dog, Pluto, who's being obnoxious. My no, no, no. Pluto's not being bad. He's just being irreverent. Um, no, Pluto's. Look, I love my dog, but he's deaf and he's dumb. No, let's just be honest. Well, no, that's not nice, Rob. I'm just being – I love that dog. I'll fight you over the dog, but he is deaf and he is dumb. Well, I don't want to fight you. Um, right. I, I'm telling you, this beer uh, that I'm drinking tonight, I've got a couple of them left, or I think this might be the last one. I'm not sure. What in the hell is that? I bought it from Lowe's Foods. This is a, this is a Charleston beer. It's a Chucktown beer. This is Marsh Hen Cream Ale from the Revelry Brewing Company. If you go on it, smooth, good stuff. If you go to the bartender and ask him for that, he's just gonna jump up on top of the bar, whip out his mule, and start pissing on you. Here's some beer for you. The bar <laughs> no, this was like twelve dollars for a six pack. This is not a that type of not at jackpot being fancy. What happened to the good old days of jackpot drinking Coors Light and Miller Light? Not drinking. I got Miller Light right there. And look, I bought this today at the um, what was it called? Uh, the Gap. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Show them the jug, jackpot. Your microphone's going out on me. Big Barney Ross wants to know what's the alcohol content by volume. This one's five percent. Mm. I do like the shirt, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, showed off the. I got it for fifty percent off too. Where did I get that thing from? Wasn't the Gap? It was some other store at the Asheville Outlet Mall. Fireball says it was the Baby Gap. <laughs> no, it wasn't a fucking Baby Gap. It wasn't a damn Goodwill. <laughs> say he's making good. fun of. He's, he's talking about that damn. Uh, what, what movie was that from? Um, was that Friday After Next? They're yeah. making fun of the little pimp, Cat Williams. Say, say where you get that from? The baby gap? Maybe. 
All right. Well, that's uh, that's some interesting stuff there. What, what are you going to do tomorrow, Jackpot? You working tomorrow? Yeah, I am. Um, you know, I and I'm also I'm going to start. I'm going I'm going to over the course of about 16 days. I'm going to put these out. And I'm going to start on them tomorrow morning. Um, and I'm I'm going to maybe record a couple of them a little bit ahead. Um, I'm going to start going through these SEC schedules one by one, and uh, we're going to talk about the schedules because there's some interesting games out there for uh, some of these teams in 2024. And I was looking, too, today at Week Zero. Week Zero's toned down a lot this year. Um, we don't have, uh, you know, like six, seven games like we did in the past. There's two FCS versus FBF matchups. There's Montana uh, taking on somebody. Um, there's Eastern Illinois, the Panthers, the team that the Gamecocks played a couple of years ago, taking on Illinois. And then you've got uh, FSU um, and Georgia Tech going at it uh, at the old Aviva Stadium in Dublin, Ireland for the third year in a row. We're going to have a game over there. And I think that one, I think that'll probably be the best. Well, the last year's game uh, between Northwestern and Nebraska was a pretty good game. That one was good yeah. and competitive. The one this year, the Notre Dame Navy was terrible. Um, that was just an awful game. Like the uh, first week of the season, are there what like the week one games? I mean, you've got Clemson, Georgia. Yeah, you got. How, how about this one? Here's one: Notre Dame and Texas A and M. In week in week zero, in week one, week one. Oh, okay. That's a good one, people. That, that that those teams have met five times over the years. They split a home and home in two thousand and two thousand one, and then the only other times they played was in uh, ninety four, ninety three, and eighty eight in the Cotton Bowls. Um, huh. so that should be interesting. You got LSU and USC gonna go at it. We've got um, Texas and Michigan gonna go at it. Um, I think Alabama goes to Wisconsin. Which I mean, they should win that game, but I mean that's not going to be easy. Um, so yeah, some of these SEC teams, um, some of them have not been afraid to schedule, you know, a big time uh, out of conference Power Five opponent. Uh, Missouri, uh, they should be ashamed of their out of conference schedule. And I, you know, I like the Mizzou people. And I like them. There, you know, I like that. But and they're going on the road to UMass. And then playing Boston College at home. So I guess they're trying to be what what's Mizzou trying to be the fucking champions of Beantown? I mean, you get a trophy for that, right? Well, uh, you know, maybe you do. You know, maybe you do. What was it I told them a few years ago? No, it's not your khakis, it's your khakis. It's mm. what you start your fucking car up with. And then uh, I think they're playing like Southern Illinois and some other uh misnomer. So, yeah, they, they should be 4-0 in a non-conference easy. Uh, there's no way. They're not losing to Boston College. Um, but they did a few years ago. But this team's not going to lose to Boston College. Larry, let's take Larry's comment. It'll be the last one we have this evening because it is interesting. He says he wants you, Jackpot, to start trying to bring attention to the inaction on the part of Shane for not effectuating any actionable changes in his defensive boondoggle. Okay, I don't know if I can translate that, but I think I can kind of I can I kind of smell what you're cooking. Okay, um, I was just wondering. I mean, you speak Gamecock. I thought you could. He doesn't have any balls. Basically. 
Yeah. Uh, I saw that, uh, let's see, Vanderbilt's uh, going to play a home game in week one against Virginia Tech. Mm, I, I don't see the Commodores winning that one. Do you? Um, you know, I, Virginia Tech at Vandy. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think UT I wins that. I don't. I don't think that's going to matter. You know, there's a. Uh, what was it? The so, someone was was pitching me the other day about how they think that. Oklahoma and Texas will at best go eight and four next season in SEC play. And so I was looking at, um, like, when you look at uh, Texas's schedule, so look at, look at it from this perspective. Now, they've got, they still got their guys there, I know. Uh, and Sarkeesian is a good coach. But when I look at their schedule, they've got Colorado State in Austin. They go to Ann Arbor which you were talking about that earlier. Then they come home for UTSA and then Louisiana Monroe. They play Mississippi State at home. They have uh, Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. Um, and then they have Georgia. That game's in Austin. They play at Vanderbilt. They have Florida coming to Austin. They go to Arkansas. Kentucky's at home. And then they play at College Station at the end of the season uh, against Texas A&M. You know, when you look at that schedule, that's interesting. And, uh, I mean, that's a tough schedule, in my opinion, for Texas. So, because, like, I think Oklahoma's kind of a fraud. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they Oklahoma lost a lot of players to that portal yeah. this past year, especially on the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's kind of. So oh. here's 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 Oklahoma's schedule. Let's see here. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Let's play, right. a win, let's play a win game with Oklahoma's schedule. Just throw it out there. Too. All right, so they got uh, in Norman, they play Temple. I think that's a win. A win. Then they got Houston. That's a that's win. That's Norman. They also have Tulane in Norman. They don't leave. Mm. The, that game's in Norman. Then they have Tennessee on September 21st. So four straight games in Norman. That's a toss-up. Then their first SEC road game is on the road at Auburn September 28th. That's a toss-up. Then, then they get a week off before they play Texas in in Dallas. I think that's a and loss. Then, then they come home to play South Carolina. That's probably a win. They go on the road to play Old Piss October 26th. I think that's probably a loss. Then they play Maine. Um, what in Maine? They're playing Maine. Holy what fucking shit! Fuck? Uh, I think they'll. I think they might scrape by and win that one. The Black Bears. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Black Bears. And then they go to Mizzou, and then oh, Alabama visits lost. them. Alabama visits them, uh, and then they lost. go. Uh, then they play in Baton Rouge to end the season. Probably a loss. Like, I think they'll lose five games. They could they could theoretically they could drop the last three games. In fact, I mean, I, it's not it's not I mean it's not unfathomable like to lose to the Gamecocks. And they could finish six and six. You know, yeah, it's not I, unfathomable they lose to the Black Bears. <laughs> what I, I don't understand that. I mean, oh you're in Oklahoma. I mean, you've got you have FCS teams in Texas and 
in art, I mean, in, in, you know, any particular combination of states all around you. I mean, why are we inviting a team from fucking Maine to fly to Norman, <laughs> Oklahoma? I mean, how did that get down? I wonder how that shit gets worked out. I don't know. Somebody knows somebody or something. I mean, Maine should be playing. If they're going to play an FC or FBS team, maybe like Syracuse, Rutgers. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's probably, well, be a, like, probably like, a trip of a lifetime for the Maine boys. They'll, they'll equate that to like going to Hawaii or something. No, but like I remember a couple of years, was like five years ago, like Buddy Pugh took South Carolina State to Wisconsin. They played at Wisconsin. What the they fuck? They win? Fuck no. You out of your mind? Jesus. No, but he and he even said it before the game. He called them like their challenging games or whatever. And they and he, he even said, Hey, this funds our entire athletic department for the whole Ma- year. Ma- whoa, 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 what's this over in the chat? Did Maine Maine beat Mississippi State? When did this happen? Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Is that the same year that um, uh, Alabama lost to Louisiana Monroe? I'm looking it up. I don't remember. Uh... I know. Um, I think Mizzou lost to Troy. <laughs> I can't even. I'm trying to Google it. Let's see here. Mississippi State. I mean, I'm sure it happened. Why not? Loses to Maine. When the hell did this happen? They don't even have that on the Wikipedia. Like Maine no, is not a team. No, F- FCS teams are not on there. Yeah, Maine wins. This is nine to seven over Mississippi State. Ron Whitcomb in two thousand and four threw a seventeen-yard touchdown pass to Kevin McMahon with two fifty-five left. And Division One AA Maine stopped Mississippi State twice in the final minutes to beat oh, the Bulldogs. Sorry, Shane McMahon's youngest cousin, nine to seven. Oh my God! Mm. How, how did that Mississippi State team do on the season? Know. You know, you know who played. You know who was the defensive lineman for the Maine Black Bears? Talking about wrestling, and this is true. Deep D'Lo Brown. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, D'Lo Brown is a University of Maine alum. Remember when it, his when he used to do this when he was getting ready to start up his finisher? He's like, what was the thing he would do like this? And he didn't he have like a head bobble or something? Yeah, he like shake his head like yeah, like he's yeah. He, remember when he had the chest plate? <laughs> yeah, so he could do the frog splash off the top rope like he's Eddie Guerrero. Come on, man, you ain't no Eddie Guerrero. Hey, uh, j- just for the record, that 2004 team was coached by Sylvester Croom. It was his first season there. And the team or the South, uh, the, the, the Mississippi State team. Oh, God. So no Mississippi State had two SEC wins on the season. You want to take a guess who they are? South Carolina and Vanderbilt. No, sir. How about Kentucky? <laughs> Kentucky and Florida. They beat Florida. At, at, uh, all right, Elsa. My, my German Shepherd's upset, but um, yeah, they beat Kentucky thirty-eight. I mean, so they beat Florida thirty-eight to thirty-one, the twentieth-ranked Gators. Wow, so two, that would have been that would have been the Ron Zook Gators, right? Uh, I don't know, two thousand four. Yeah, let's see here, two thousand and four Gators. Yeah, that's Ron Zook in his third season. That was the year Charlie Strong took over for him. I think so, that yeah. was his last season too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, he's, he's done. Where's Ziggy? He right there. Yeah, Ziggy doesn't go far from Jackpot. He doesn't. He's not. He doesn't go far from me at all, does he, buddy? Unless he decides he wants to try to run off. Big Bonnie Ross says Tennessee should make the playoffs next season. Look, there's going to be 12 spots. Um, I don't think it's hard to sit here and say, hey, you know what? This X team has a chance to go. I mean, there's like, what, six auto bids and then six berths? Somebody's going to make that 12. Probably I would dare say a couple or three teams are going to make that 12-team playoff that you, would have, you wouldn't have a fucking clue uh, to even pick them this, this point. I mean, I, I, one, I, one could be Kansas State. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> One could be the main bears. No, they, they let FCS teams in, but why not? We'll have to see on that front. I don't know. I'm thinking that uh, I like I like Ole Miss to make the playoff next year. Oh, God. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised at that. You do. I like uh, Ole Miss. No, uh, no. I think you like their coach. I think you got a crush on Um no, I think they've got – I think that he's got – What are they going to do at running back? I mean, you don't have a running back. It's plug and play, sir. It's plug and play. So yeah, we're just going to insert – I already, I already said it doesn't matter. Gonna... He'll get 600 yards next season in that offense. doesn't matter. 600 yards is not shit. That doesn't I mean, matter. Quinton Judkins has been 1,400, 1,500 yards. He didn't get 1,400 yards last season. Doesn't matter. I still won a bunch of games. They'll win. They'll win. Yeah, Fifteen touchdowns on the ground. They'll have. They'll have a you two-headed. Know, you know why it didn't? You know why it didn't? Oh, oh, there, that's another one you talk about. You know why it didn't have those yards? It's because Markel Blackwell, the new Gamecocks running back coach, had went to Texas A&M. Okay. I'm not going to argue with uh with silly. What do you think about that? What about Markel Blackwell? And, and I want to talk about something else too, real quick, and get into this. Chris Rumpf, um, Clemson uh, defensive line coach, I was noticing over on the uh, Big Spur message board, um, someone had, had, had talked something about him. And I don't remember exactly what the conversation was, but maybe you know something about this that I don't. But Hale McGranahan over on the um, the 24-7 side about the Gamecocks uh, said that Rumpf has been like the most negative uh, game anti Gamecock recruiter of them all. Do you know anything about that? You know, I I, I know that um, I know when they won the uh, when Clemson won their bowl game, he was he was laughing in the in the in the box that they were talking about SEC SEC, huh? He was saying stuff like that, but I think he just likes to fire people up. I don't, you know what 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 is there to say when it comes down to all of that? Because um. I mean, what's he going to say? I mean, it's not like they're going against South Carolina for recruits in, uh, in state. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. But I think it's interesting that he's at Clemson. I mean, and he he played at South Carolina. So well, I mean, Clemson seems to have kind of. It seems like they've kind of just given up on the state of South Carolina recruiting. I think they get the players they want. Yeah, well, I mean, they're really not they're not recruiting against them. I did see too something that pissed me off, and uh, I noticed this since last summer. This young man, Jonte Gilbert, who's class of twenty twenty five, from out of the Atlanta area, Frederick Douglass High School, 
He's a safety slash cornerback. Um, they have him right now, crystal ball to the tater shits. Uh, his head coach is Stanley Pritchett. Um, so that needs to change real quick. I mean, he's taking officials to South Carolina. So now this is another one that Shane Beamer and his staff. I mean, this, this young man needs to have a crystal ball to South Carolina, not fucking Clemson. But, hold on, but like Stanley Pritchett, who played at South Carolina, for those who don't know, maybe he's yeah. like, why do you, I mean, I went there. I don't want you to go there. Maybe, why, are you, why are you bashing Pritchett or are you bashing, bashing the coaching staff? Not bashing anybody. Why would, why would Stanley Pritchett tell a young man that? I don't know. Maybe Stanley Pritchett sees the writing on the wall and says, look, this guy Beamer's a clown. He's kicking kicking coolers and all this other shit. If you have an opportunity uh, I mean, to go somewhere else, I think he's passionate, but he, we're, 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 the, the jury's still out on him. Um, yeah. We'll have to. I mean, if you're, look, if you're, if you, if you have this, if you have, if you see, if you could think in yourself, all right, look, this is one of my top players, and he says, look, I can go to Clemson or South Carolina, and you're sitting there and you look at Shane Beamer, who's literally kicking coolers and blaming hot dogs and everything else. Could you really send him there? You think you're doing your kid justice doing that? Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, he kicked a water cooler. He didn't kick uh, a kid. I didn't say he so, kicked a kid. I'm just saying he's acting like a child. That's all I'm saying. And the the idea of hey, I and you know, you want him to go there and get his degree, right? I mean, that's that's the end the end all be all. But Beamer may not be there. I mean, you have R, to tell R says, okay, R says, over in the comment section, R says, we have to admit Beamer's staff stinks. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, there are some people on there he needs to get rid of, but, I mean, Markel Blackwell, I mean, a guy that, that, that led a freshman, and Qu- a, a freshman three-star, and Quinshawn Junkins to a, a SEC <laughs> running championship as a true freshman, uh, he stinks. Uh, Dow Loggins, uh, I mean, a guy who's uh, not, he's logged, Loggins, who's logged, uh, Miles in the NFL, and uh, he stinks. Um, oh, and so. look, Jack, Jackpot Beamer can't fire himself, so there's that. No, <laughs> that's fair. So, I, I don't know. I think that, um, I don't know who knows at this juncture. Terrio says hard to tell uh, kids anyway. not be there in four years unless he changes his recruiting. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, he's, I mean, I mean once again, I mean, they, they brought in nobody, zero, nothing through the transfer portal. That's insane. Yeah. It's insane to me. I don't, I don't, it's fucking insane to me. I don't understand. And like I said, I mean, these, uh, these 19, 20 year old kids. Uh, they don't have the hatred that I do for Clemson. They're not biased against Clemson the way I do. I mean, you know, they know they've won uh, a couple of natties in the past 10 years. I mean, and they got a pretty decent program going on up there. Got a pretty decent thing. You know, put some people in the league. I mean, they would go there. I, mean, I don't even think they even entertain the thought because they're like, well, your old fuddy-duddy up there. I'd probably laugh about him in, mm-hmm. in group chats and stuff. Of uh, like the transfer portal kids, old fuddy duddy up there. He ain't gonna talk to nobody. Can't go up there for a visit. I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to me. Why would you not? Tr- you know, good lord, there's some holding there. Um, trying to get the best talent you could possibly on your team. I don't. I don't understand it. 
Mm. All right. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be back at it on Wednesday. We'll have a better idea of what's going on with uh, the basketball teams and. Jackpot's putting out uh, stuff on these SEC schedules, so be sure to stay. We're going to talk about those SEC schedules a little bit. Um, and as I see the Rams are, ah, oh, damn it. Please don't. Damn it, please. Um, I, yeah, I mean, these these Detroit Lions, I mean, they haven't won. So they haven't, this was the first time I think they've hosted a home playoff game since like 94. Matt Stafford can still sling the shit out of a football, though, man. He's really good. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, home field advantage, and that's got that's got to fucking account for something. They're going, they're going to win this game. They're going to win this game by four points, and um, that yeah, they're 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 going to win this game. I, I have confidence that's going to happen there. Did just, you put your pocketbook up there on that three points jackpot? I did. It was two and a half yeah. points. Well, I took it, but I thought, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't, I, I can't not, but um, anyway, with these basketball teams on South Carolina, this net ranking, I swear the more South Carolina wins and wins, this stupid net ranking just keeps dropping. And that's because the damn decent teams that we've beat fucking lose to people. Mississippi State fucking loses. Virginia Tech lost to somebody yesterday. Um, and I can't believe this, this Grand Canyon that's our quad one win. What the fuck is Grant? Who have they beaten? Um, I don't know. So Clemson's currently twenty seventh in the in the. That's, that's ridiculous. But and I'm trying to see where South Carolina is. Where is South Carolina? Like fiftieth, some fifty fifth, fifty fourth, That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, but see, shit like that's what keeps you out of the damn tournament, though. You know. Yeah, it does, and it's silly. I mean, what's the fucking what goes down AP poll or whatever when they're using this garbage? Well, I mean, the AP poll is a bunch of chunky guys who don't know anything. So, so well, I don't vote on that, so I don't know about it. Hmm. All right. Well, once again, uh, please subscribe to the show. Uh, look, like it over there. All that good stuff. And check out Jackpot's videos he's got coming out because he's going to put some good stuff up there. I'm on Twitter at Rob Not Sounds. Good. good, great. Oh yeah, great. I'm sorry, Jackpot. Great stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for correcting yourself. Yeah. So uh, check out Jackpot's great stuff and uh, whatever else we have on the channel. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you later on. See ya. Mm -hmm.